What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. We have an incredible guest with us today, and I'm so excited to dig in with her. If you aren't familiar, you are about to get your mind blown. And I am so pumped to have her share with us all that she knows about building a brand and being authentic and sharing, because this is something that I hear over and over and over from women who are trying to build businesses online and who are struggling with really identifying who you are, what your voice is, what your message is, how to show up without the fear of of what other people think, like all of these things. So before we dig in, Jessica is the CEO of the Simply Be Agency, a premier personal branding firm based in Chicago, serving clients across the globe. She's been named a personal branding expert by Forbes, a top digital marketer to watch by Inc., and honored with the gold and silver Stevie Award for Female Entrepreneur of the Year in 2018 and 19. She facilitates sold out workshops and speaks on the power of personal branding to corporations, including Google, Salesforce, Virgin, Nike, Motorola, Red Bull, and Bank of America. And she also hosts the top ranked marketing podcast, the Simply Be podcast. Her debut book, Be a No BS Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Net Worth by Simply Being Yourself launched in February of this year. And we will go into that because I am so excited for you guys to be able to go grab that. But Jessica, holy crap, like (laughs) I am so honored to have you on our show. First and foremost, how did you get here? Share with us your story and welcome. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Oh my gosh, thank you. It's weird hearing all of that in a way. It's like, <laughs> right? me? What? I love it. I, 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 it didn't start that way. Let me just say that. You know, it, it's been a journey. My career started you know, at the ripe age of 22, when I graduated college with an acting degree and no, no other real ability to do anything besides be dramatic and wait tables. <laughs> like that was my skill set and right. uh, really struggled, you know, most of my early twenties, like, what am I doing with my life? You know, my parents were like, why, why did we allow our daughter to go to school for theater? Because she's never going to make money. Like it was a big, um, it was just, let's just say it was a really big struggle, like being, you know, a young woman graduating college, having an artist degree, which I, which I used, I did a ton of plays and commercials and I got an agent. I did that whole thing for a while, but it never really was truly what I saw myself ultimately doing. And I didn't know what I would do next. And then I sort of stumbled into entrepreneurship very fortuitously, if you could say, or serendipitously. I started my very first business when I was 26. I, you know, was temping at a side job, supporting my acting life. And I met a girl, we became friends. We started this blog, the blog blew up and it became the biggest platform for women in the city of Chicago for seven years. And that's really like, I completely turned my back on acting happily to become, you know, an entrepreneur, which was a word I had actually never even thought of or heard of up until that moment in my life. Yeah. And then those seven years running my magazine, it became an online magazine for women. It was called Cheeky, really was my real life MBA. Um, and not just from a business perspective, like learning digital marketing, like we were, you know, the it platform for women. We reached over a hundred thousand readers. We grew it all organically through social media, worked with the biggest fortune 500 lifestyle brands as our sponsors, like hundreds of brands. Like it was a, it was a thing for seven years. I did this. Um, and I learned a lot, obviously, but I also learned more as a person and a human um, how to, you know, show up in my career more authentically. And that was a journey that I took myself. Like I was really out of alignment with my authenticity, my truth, that this whole thing I preach right now, my book and in my business is, is because I, I went through the dark side of that. Like I was I this, it. you know, kind of it girl in Chicago. Like people would call me like the Carrie Bradshaw of Chicago, which is like so weird to say, but I was out six nights a week. I was partying. I was hosting parties. I was writing about the nightlife and the fashion and, and dating. And it was like a thing. And I was never really cool in high school. Like fun fact, I just never was a cool girl. I was in fact the opposite. And so 
becoming kind of a cool girl, like later in my twenties was extremely validating for me. And I felt like I was someone because I could get into any nightclub I wanted and skip the line. Like I was that girl and it caught, it caught up with me after a certain point. Cause it's really like all bullshit and no one really, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And I had to kind of go through my own breakdown to break through because inside that business was very different than the outside of that business. We were struggling financially. Like I had a toxic business partnership. I had a toxic work culture. Like my staff hated us. Like I didn't know how to be a leader. I didn't know how to manage. I didn't know how to crunch a PL. Like there was so much learning I went through as a person. And then it all led me to after about five and a half years in to a full on nervous breakdown because I was living so out of alignment. I didn't even realize that and looked down at my wrist one day and I have a little tattoo. It says simply be here on my wrist. And I heard a voice from my higher self. This is like you know, the spiritual side of me, but I I really have been a spiritual person my whole life. But this one, this particular breakdown really set me on my spiritual path. And the voice said to me, like, you have to leave your business and you have to go start something else. And I'm sure you have entrepreneurs who are listening, like, you know, that your business isn't separate from you. Mm -hmm. And so when you get this call from like your truth, from your higher self to leave your business, it's like your higher self telling you to go cut cut off your right arm. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute. Yeah. And so I couldn't ignore that voice. And I ended up spending the next year and a half, essentially hiring a life coach, going down deeper into my spiritual journey cleaning up my side of the mess, divorcing my business partner. We had a ton of debt because we were broke and like reconciling that both like financially and spiritually. And I ended up walking away to start Simply Be Agency, which at the time was like a one woman shop. And I felt like, you know, after seven years running this very big magazine, I knew some shit. Like I could help people. Like I could do, I could consult, you know, I could consult. And that's what I started to do. And I did something else in tandem with that because I was so sick of like not being honest, like with what was really going on and what I'd really been through. And I started to talk about it. And and that's when things started to really pick up and explode, to be frank, because I was finally being authentic. And I started to attract really incredible clients because of that. I started to attract really incredible team members because of that. I started to attract speaking engagements, like where people would want me to come and tell my story. Like it just started to, to, to snowball. And that was really my aha moment. Like, wow, like I have a brand here and the equity is in me, not the company I ran, but in my name that I am a brand. And so this really set me on a course to sort of transition and transform simply the agency into a personal branding agency that really helps all sorts of entrepreneurs, CEOs, creatives, solopreneurs, building their personal brand platforms in an authentic way that turns them into a magnet that starts to attract all of their right opportunities. Because there's a big misnomer today that in order to be successful, you have to have a million followers. You could be a million, you could make millions of dollars off of an audience of a thousand. It really is about being you. And when you crack that code, which I think we've cracked the code on how to help people do that, uh, the game changes. And so 
that's kind of what led me here, but it's, you know, it's definitely not been all butterflies and roses, like the Forbes and the ink and the blah, blah, blah. Like (laughs) that came like 15 years into my entrepreneurial career, you know, like I've worked, I've worked for that and it, and it all happened kind of organically, if you will. But, um, but yeah, I I mean, that's my story. I love it. It's so powerful that you literally get to teach now everything that you personally just walked through like you walked through it all and now you get to pay that forward and give that gift back which I feel like that's that's so such a blessing when you get to make your career purpose in life something that you've been through that you're so passionate about that's on your heart so I'm just so excited to dig in deeper into all of this branding stuff with you I know you said you kind of hit, you kind of hit a rock bottom with your business. And then you had this like branch out, go do something different. How did you even start to navigate? Like when you said that you started to open up and just share the real share, what was going on, not feel like you had to put on a front. How did you just kind of have the courage to start doing that? Cause I feel like the beginning is the hardest. And once you find your groove, then you're like, okay, like this feels good. This is normal. It's freeing to be able to do that. How did you do it at the beginning? And how would you help others who are struggling with that? All right. Great question. So you're absolutely right that the hardest part is the beginning and you kind of have to throw yourself into the deep end. But what happens when you do that, when you really fully do that, you start to get markers a validation that like that is actually really needed. Yeah. And that people are like resonating more with that than like the surface level stuff you've been sharing. Yeah. So for, for me, what was one of the most pivotal moments of it all, this was at the beginning. So I was broke. Okay. Like I was in $75,000 of credit card debt from Cheeky and didn't have a dollar to my name. Broke, 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 broke. And everyone thought we were fucking killing it. Like everyone from the outside in was like, those girls are, those cheeky girls are like, they're the girls to be, you know? And I was like living this lie. So flash forward to like a year later, I'd left the business. I was starting Simply Be up again. I was starting Simply Be. I was paying off that debt. You know, I was starting to make a little bit of cash, but not much. And I went, to a panel. I got asked to speak on a panel and I was on this panel with like five other people. And, you know, it was my turn to like say something and I had the microphone and in front of this room of about 50 people, it wasn't a ton of people, but it was big room, 50 or so. I shared that I had been in debt for the first time. I was terrified. I thought my business partner would be lurking in the corner being like, I'm going to sue you for giving away like the truth. Like I, I had like all this tra- trauma around it, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. I, the, somebody had asked a question and I was like, I think I can help you understand one that you're not alone. And two, that you survived the fire and three entrepreneurship is hard. And like, you know, and I'm figuring it out too. And like, you're not mm-hmm. alone. Like, and I basically shared this. I didn't basically share it. I shared it. First time I ever uttered those words out loud in public. And at the end of that panel, when the panel was over, there was a line of people around the room waiting to talk to me. Nobody else but me. 
I mean, people were going up to the other panelists and chit-chatting, but not, there wasn't a line, let's just say right. that. And I was like, and everybody either wanted to thank me, just simply say thank you. Other people were like, I'm going through it too. What other advice do you have? Or, yeah. you know, I think, you know, you could, you could help my company because we're trying to figure out how to like pivot. Like it was fascinating to me. And so I kept dipping my toe into the courage bucket of being honest, of sharing my authentic truth. And the world just kept mirroring to me. Thank you. We need this. Thank God. You know, and it was like, okay, I should, I should step, take one more step towards this. I should keep going. And that's really, really how it worked for me at least. I love it. So really just diving in, doing it, but then like keeping those books of proof, I call them books of proof, like those messages, those messages, those comments, those reassurances that someone out there needed that authenticity, that truth, that real. And then it gives you the courage to do it again and do it again and do it again. I love that. So when someone has the just so strong of a fear of what other people are going to think or what they're going to say, or, or even just letting people in on who they really are, like that's scary and that's vulnerable. And that's, that's, that's something that I feel like kind of takes some, some soul searching to find the, find the courage to do that. How do you, besides just doing it and like, like failing forward and learning as you go, how do you walk through that fear of what other people are thinking, what they're saying about you as you're starting to show up as your true authentic self? Because I found that I think the biggest struggle is when you're showing up with a front, you're guarded. And you're like, well, if someone says something, that's fine. Cause that's not really who I am. You know, that's not really the, the real and the raw, but when you show up authentically and you're vulnerable and you share something that's, that's like just layers deep. And then someone says something that is when it can hurt. So what if someone's afraid of putting themselves out there in that way? Like, how do you get through that? So it's a mindset shift. People aren't going to like you. People are going to feel triggered by you. People are going to feel like they, they, they don't get you. People are going to not give a shit. They're, you're not even going to be like relevant to them. Yeah. Right. And you have to not do you for them. Yeah. Just that's a zero sum game. You have to do you for you first and foremost. And the more you do you for you, the more you will attract. This is science. This is quantum physics. This isn't spirituality, although it is. It's just disguised <laughs> as science, or science disguised as spirituality. But it's like attracts like. Yeah. And so the more you vibrate at the frequency of you, the more you're going to magnetize people who are like you, who see themselves in you, who are on the same wavelength. And then at that same exact time, you're going to repel like magnets, like some, some magnets aren't the same, same, and they repel. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I will say from my own experience, cause I can really only speak to that. 
you're not bulletproof, right? Like it hurts when people trash you or, or talk shit or come at you in the DM and be like, you know, I had this happen to me yesterday. Like I was doing this whole campaign on authenticity and this really, you know, vocal person who follows me was like, I just think a lot of people like you are talking about authenticity, but you're really not authentic because you talk about it so much or something like that. Oh, geez. And I could have, I could have ignored it. Sometimes I ignore it. Some, depending on how nasty it is, I block less and that's that. Yes. Um, but for this particular moment, I could feel, I'm a very spiritual person and an energetic, intuitive person. And I could feel her energy and I could feel that what I was representing to her in her projection of me was a reflection of what wasn't healed in herself. I could feel that. And so I responded with so much love, like so much love that came from my heart. And I was like, thank you so much for your perspective. I feel like I actually agree with some of what you're saying and it's hard to decipher. And we have to sort of look at people as triggers or expanders. And at the end of the day, it's all leading us back home to ourselves. Like, thank you, sister, for sharing this with me this morning. Heart. And I meant it. And it completely disarmed her. And then we got into a conversation and then she admitted, she's like, I've been following you for years and you've been a trigger for me, but that's because I had kids at a really early age and I regretted not work, working and focusing on my career. And I felt in scarcity and I've watched you cr climb up you know, and, and grow your career. And like, she, all the truth came out, you know? Yeah, and like, yeah. like the, the point is, it's like anyone that's going to hate on you has nothing to do with you. So don't give it airtime in your head. Just do you, you know? I yeah. I love that so much. And what a, what a beautiful way to approach haters and negativity because it really is always a projection of how they're seeing life, where they're at, what struggles they're going through. And you just happen to be crossing the path at the wrong time, you know, and you get, you get the brunt of it. But at the same time, if we can have compassion and understand that they're going through something and all we can do at that point is be a light and uplift. And we don't have to add to add to the struggle that they're going through. Uh, that just gives us such an opportunity to, to embrace it and to go, you know what, this is just one more, one more opportunity that I have to empower someone today or to uplift someone today or to make a difference today. So instead of being afraid of getting those messages or feeling that like, Oh, I don't want to post this because I could get blah, 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 blah responses. Welcome it. And just know, and just like you said, I love the, you attract, you attract and you repel and both are, both are beautiful and both are needed and both are essential. And if you happen to repel someone and they still stick around to show, to, to be on your page and to sh see what you're up to, there's a reason for that too. And so I think that's an opportunity that we have just like you did to help her open up, to help her walk through right. that struggle a thousand percent and so when you get quote unquote hate you know there's a, there's there's a spectrum of hate if someone's like going to come on and be like 
you're fucking ugly. I'm like, delete, you know, right, like, right, right. But if someone comes to me and is like sliding into my DMs with a, with their perspective on, you know, my commentary. Yeah. And I can read between the lines. Like that's an opportunity for connection. Yeah. That's someone calling you into a more potential human relationship with them. And you can be the bigger person, you know, for lack of a better word. It's like, there's a, there's a quote that I love. It's like, your, um, you know, your projection of me is um, like your reaction to your projection of me is my opportunity for my own reflection or something like that. And like, isn't that good? And it's like, we're all just walking mirrors, right? And when you are, when someone's casting their opinion on you, that's a projection and you can, it's not real, it's projection. And you can take that moment for yourself as reflection versus reaction, right? Yeah. And the reflection can be an opening, right? Because we're all the same. Like I become more and more confident in the fact that I have like a bright light in the world, right? And I really, like I've found my purpose. I'm on a mission. Like it's, something's working because I'm Mm -hmm. on purpose. And there's people, the people who follow me, I always say this. It's like, you're not, you're not following my light. You're following the reflection of the light you see in yourself in me, because if you didn't have that light, you wouldn't follow me. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find that you wouldn't, that wouldn't make sense to you because it wouldn't, it's already in you. And yet I've taken the opportunity and they made the decision that when people have a negative reaction to my light, it's their own self-limiting beliefs of like, who am I to be that bright? So I can call them, I can use it as an invitation versus a, a, a door shut. Yeah. You know? I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, that's so good. So So when you're really helping people identify their brand, build their brand, because essentially when you're building a business, it doesn't matter if you're building something around service, a product, you're partnered with a company, people are buying you. They are buying who you are. They're buying what you're about. They're buying your energy. They're buying your happiness. They're buying your, whatever you're representing, that's what they're buying. And then they're getting the bonus, whatever they're actually buying, right? So how does someone start to dig in and say, well, who even am I? Like, what do I have to share? What is my messaging? What is, how do you even start with showing up quote unquote authentically? Mm. Well, you can start by reading my book. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Um, No, like really my book is the roadmap. Um, I call, I call my book, the roadmap to building your personal brand platform, but it's the permission slip to really set you free to do it in the first place, because that's, I'm, we've been talking about this now the whole time. Like the first step is like, get out of your own way. Stop giving a shit what people think of you believe that it's you make the choice to, to, to do you. And that in and of itself is the hardest step. The rest of it's just tactics. Yeah. Right. And so tactics are you know, in my book, I, um, I have a bunch of tools that I, you know, I use with my clients and I'll start with the personal brand hologram, which is my trademark methodology. And I don't know if you can see it, but it's this, um, 
framework essentially that I really have the reader like and the, and the person listening and the clients that come to see me are really um, sort of two things that I'd like to just st state, okay? So branding is an exercise in clarity. You remember anything I have to say about branding? That's what it is, clarity. It doesn't matter how well you understand your own brand. Of course you understand it, you should. It matters how well someone who's never heard of you before understands it in less than 15 seconds. That is branding done well. Okay, clarity. Yeah. Like, oh, I see this girl on Instagram. I can feel it. I get it. She's clear. I go to her website. I get it. Oh, I, I see her sales page. I get it. Like that is, that's the world we live in. You know, it's mm -hmm. a noisy space. So it's about cutting through the noise with clarity, number one. But we're talking about people, right? Number two, people are complicated. People are ever evolving. We have over a hundred thousand thoughts a day, according to science. Like we care about a million things. We can do a lot. We have many talents, many interests, like many things we've done, like, whoa, right? So how do you reconcile? If branding is an exercise in clarity and people are complex, the hologram is here to help you reconcile that. So that it, so to answer your question, I would encourage the listeners to think about if I were to choose four things, just four that I could only talk about for the rest of your life. Like if I were to come and say like, Jane, who's ever listening, Sarah, <laughs> you only have four things that you are allowed to talk about between now and the day you die. As of right now and where you stand in your life today, what would those four things be? They would probably be the things that you care the most about, the things that light you up, the things that you know the most about, right? And I often say pick eight to 10 and whittle them down because we're also talking about building a public brand mm -hmm. and maybe you really care about your kids. Like obviously if you're a mom, that's something you could talk about forever, but your kids maybe don't belong on your public platform because you're private and you don't wanna show your kids' faces on the internet. Like, so there's, there's things to consider. And my book walks you through all of this. This is really about positioning yourself as the expert you want to be seen as because experts make money and we all want to make money and we all want to get paid to do what we love. And we're also humans that have hearts and souls and emotions. And so that's what makes us authentic and magnetic and personal brands versus products like we're people. And so the hologram is here to help you identify what are those four things that can really crystallize that clarified brand without sacrificing your humanity. And if you can get that right and, and start to build your message and your content and your tactics, whether it's your blog series, your podcast strategy and positioning, your social posts, all sort of centering back to the hologram, you're gonna start to compound awareness of you being the thing you wanna be known for. Cause here's the really fun part is you get to choose it. Yeah. You get to decide and write your own narrative. And that is like really empowering, in fact. So um, that's that's the first step. I mean, obviously read my book, go get it, pick it up. It's wherever books are sold, it's called B. But um, really just, if you, if you don't do that, which you should, but if you don't do that, just think <laughs> about the four pillars of your brand story that you really could go deep on and then stick to the script and um, how you compound. Yeah, and that's simple because- I love that you're just like, what are you most passionate about? What could you talk about all the time? What do you know the most about? Those things are going to be different. No matter if, no matter if quote unquote, they're the same things as 
Sarah, your neighbor, how you talk about them, your story, your experiences, all of that stuff is going to be different. And that's what we have to really just hone in on. And it shouldn't be hard. If there's friction, then you're probably trying to push something that isn't totally. really yours. Right. That's how I felt like, cause over the years, I mean, it's an evolution. It's finding your voice. It's understanding who oh, you are, totally. you know? Totally. And so it is, is it, it is changing and it's a, and it's a process, but it's like when you're in flow with who you really are and what lights your soul on fire, the words come and they just like, you can write, you can talk, you can share, and it shouldn't feel like it's like, I'm like rubbing my hands together. You <laughs> shouldn't feel like friction when you're right. really trying to create content. Totally. And so I feel like that's a, that's a simple way to also identify, okay, this is one of my pillars. This feels so good. This lights me up. This brings me joy. This, you know what I mean? Because if you're trying to share things that are not bringing you joy and are not lighting you up and are not true to who you are, that is going to get really boring and totally. really hard and really blah fast. Yes. And this is why I feel like people don't really do this work in the first place. Well, I think they don't do this work because they're afraid. Yeah. But I think they don't do this work because they are, they have been conditioned to feel like who they are being is wrong. Yeah. And that it's not, oh it's not, it's not enough or something. Yeah. And so taking a quick time out from the show to make sure you know about the free video series that I just rolled out. This is specifically for my entrepreneur friends, and it is all about the three main disempowering beliefs that are likely stealing your joy and keeping you stuck in your business. So if you feel like you want to dig into this stuff and learn more about it so that you can move through it, go to micafolsomfit.com slash three blocks, number three blocks. And there's the comparison game and freaking FOMO. It's so real and it's so dark. And I mean, we've yeah. all been through it and it's like, there are so many, you know, I know a lot of people who, you know, I work with a lot of clients who are, you know, second generation or like very religious or whatever. And it's like, they have been taught like from their cribs, don't talk about yourself. Don't, yeah. don't talk about how great you are. That's yeah. not like, yeah. that's for people who are built, filled with ego and are shallow. And like, I say this in my book too. I mean, I, I say this wherever I go because I believe in it so much, but um, okay. Again, my spiritual woo is coming out, but you're not on planet earth by accident, right? Like you were born into this life at this time here on this planet to shift it. Like it's not an accident. Like you came here for a specific reason. And I know this is shit people have probably heard before, but where, where I take it is like that reason isn't just to live it in your own like little headspace there. It's to share it. It's to use it. It's to amplify it. And therefore being your brand isn't necessarily an option. You don't be like, oh, I, I'll maybe share my gifts. I'll maybe 
tell my story. I'll maybe use what I've got inside my heart and soul to help other people. Maybe I'll do that. No, it's actually your responsibility. It's your responsibility. You need, you don't have a choice. You can't opt out. And if you do, you're not really living your, your full life full out. You're just not. Because yeah. I think at the core of every human being is to serve. I think that's what lights us up the most is to help people, like to change other people's lives with our gifts in our own unique ways. And, and so if you can get that in your head, you'll build your brand. I think, you'll, I think you'd be more up for the task. I love it. I was just, when you were saying that, I was looking for a quote that I read this morning. Um, and it's so funny. And I know that these aren't coincidences, but it popped up in my memories from something I shared like four years ago. (laughs) And it says happiness is the joy you feel moving towards your potential. And I Mm. think that is when, like, if we ever feel stuck or if we ever feel in a funk, or if we ever feel it's because we're not growing, we're not stretching ourselves, we're not evolving, we're not becoming. And I feel like the more we dig into brand, it, it's such a complex word. It feels heavy, it feels big, but it really is just continually stepping into who we are and showing up and sharing that yes. every day. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, I think that, I, I think that this idea of like, there is no there, there, totally. right. One of my favorite quotes, speaking of quotes is by Brene Brown, which is the, um, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. And what I love so much about that quote is that it's like the daily practice, like authenticity yeah. is a daily practice. It's not a freaking destination. It's a journey. And it's the more and more we step forward and be courageous enough to take that journey in the first place, the more we peel away the layers and just start to continually evolve. I sort of think of like the Kundalini snake, which is like really the representation of the divine feminine. And we are shedding our skin like constantly, like, like opening up into new ways of being. And if you really look at the people that are truly, truly, truly on that journey, I'm not saying that their, their lives are perfect, but they're, they, they seem a lot happier than people oh, who are yeah. not, Yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I know that for me, I had so many fears at the beginning when I started sharing and really trying to connect with people. Cause that's essentially what we're doing as we share who we really are. We open up that line of connection. So it's so free and it's so, and that's when you really start to attract the people who you want to talk to and you want to have relationships with. And it's not like this hard thing to build your network and to grow on social media, because it's such an organic thing when you're just like truly sharing who you are. But I remember being like, shoot, I'm going to, I'm going to rub some people the wrong way. I'm going to like make some people mad. I'm going to, and I had to just really come to the conclusion. Like, I just am not going to be for everyone. And that is just so okay. Like that is so okay. Like that was a, a hard, I have to get through this mentally. And that was, that's like that mindset that you were talking about. It really is just understanding. Yeah. It's, it's all like, we keep saying it. It just keeps coming back to this choice, like back to my book. 
I have a quote in my book and it, I have lots of quotes in my book, but the very first quote in the book, the book that it opens the whole, the whole book with, it's like right here on like basically page zero. And it says, do not be surprised how quickly the universe will respond once you have decided. Yeah. And I, and I say that, and what I mean by that is like, not when you decide to, to start the website or launch the product or, or quit your job, it's the decision that it's you, yeah. that you deserve it, that you're worthy of it. Like I was a broke, struggling actress that had no idea what I was going to do with my life, toxic relationships, left, right, and center. And I became a seven figure entrepreneur in two years and like was featured by Forbes and wrote a book. Like this is all not because I'm magical and I have superpowers because I decided yeah, like I could do it, that it was me. That I could, I, I could it. figure that out. That's really what it comes down to. I don't mean to simplify it, but it's really not that complicated. But it really is. Yeah. I love that. And it's so freeing. You, you, I literally felt like as soon as I became so okay with just who I was, the good, bad, the ugly, I just accepted it all and was like, all right, this is, this is Micah. We're, we're a work in progress. We're going to show up and be this. We're not going to try and try and show up as this fronted version of Micah. It's like the weight of the world was lifted from my shoulders. And I no longer felt this heaviness of like talking a certain way or looking a certain way or only showing a certain version of our life. It was just like, this is what it is. And we're showing up and we're doing life and we're, and it was like, it was so much more fun. It was so much lighter. It was so much easier. And I feel like there's a hard way to try and build a brand and build a business on social media. And there's an easy way. And the easy way is truly just being who you are, truly just yeah. showing up and sharing it all instead of feeling like you've got to show this filtered version totally. that looks a certain way. Like that is stressful. Ugh. I know it's, it's, it's actually harder totally. to not be yourself and to stifle your truth totally. than it is to live your truth. It really is. I love it. You shared something, um, in our, in our little thing that I was reading and, and you were talking about how you had this epiphany and realized that you were worthy of what you wanted. So I want you to speak to that for a second, because I feel like belief in self is like the foundation of everything. So to the woman who is listening, who is feeling like but my story isn't good enough, but I don't, I'm not worthy of the big goals that I have. I'm not this blah, blah, blah. What would you say to her if she's in that space right now? Hmm. <sighs> you are needed. You are needed. And by not playing out your life, big and on purpose, you are not only doing a disservice to yourself, but you're doing a disservice to the whole world. And the, that you really are that powerful because we don't change the world in one sweeping motion. We change the world one person at a time. Yeah. You might not become Oprah Winfrey, fine, but you'll be you. And think of a ripple in a pond and you, you are 
a drop in that pond. No matter how big or small you think you might be or become, you have the impact to change the world because you touch people. And the way you touch people is by being yourself and living your, your truth. So um, you're needed. Like you really are needed. That's what I would say to her. I love it so much. And it's really as simple as that. And it's not, I think, I think sometimes we stress ourselves out to even take the first step because you think of what step 900 looks like and how, if you're going to impact thousands of people, what is your social media going to look like and how open do you have to be? And how do, how do your pictures have to look? You don't have to do or worry or stress about any of that because one thing you share today could be the one thing that someone out there needed to see or hear to connect, to relate, to put down the, whatever she had in her hands that could have like been the end. I feel like not to get like morbid, but that really is what this opportunity is now with social media sometimes gets such a bad rap, but it is such a freaking gift. I say that all the time, such a gift that we get this small space. And this makes me emotional because it really is so powerful. The messages that you can receive from this one, something that was on your heart and you just felt it that day and you decided to share it. And you're like, I don't even know where that came from. It was just like that intuition that you shared something. And then you get those messages that was like, holy crap, this was exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. That was for me. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is so this is why I showed up today. And it's just like, and it, and it doesn't take skill or talent or, or a degree. It takes just being authentic to who you are, following those intuitions, sharing what's on your heart, because someone out there, just like Jessica said, is needing what you have, no matter if you're starting day one or day 6,040. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> You said it. It's so true. It's so true. It's so true. As long as you're on, remember, it's not a destination. It's a journey. I love it. It's such a gift. Jessica, I love you. I, I love, love you. you. I feel like 
I feel like I've known you forever and we've just barely started hanging out. So I'm so excited to one, I already got her book. Everyone go get her book. It's on Amazon, right? Like that's my go-to for everyone. Yep. Amazon. That's where I got and it. So leave her a review. If you love the book, Okay. if it touches you, leaving a review on Amazon is like one small little thing that has such a huge impact. Okay. Everybody do that. We will definitely leave you all the reviews. Where can we find you? I know it's your name. Spell it out for us so we can find you on Instagram. It's Jessica Zweig, Z-W-E-I-G at, you know, just, and, and on Instagram, I'm at Jessica Zweig. And you can also, you know, find me on Clubhouse, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm on all the things. So come all find the me. Things. Say hi. Yeah. I love it. Okay, you guys, we are wrapping it up, but if you guys found value, which I know you did share your fit, share your, can't even talk, share your favorite nugget, screen, share it, tag Jessica, tag me at Micah Folsom fit, and we will be able to share it with our friends, but I am so grateful that you took time. I know you've got to run, but thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your story and just bringing so much value to us today. Thank you for having me, Mike. It was awesome to be with you. Of course. Okay, you guys, we will see you back here next week. Go grab her book. Bye, you guys. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.